for me, it was the right fit you know, against the New York Giants. Like, this is this is the New York Giants. If you don't like it, then you're welcome to leave. But that's the way that we do things around here. Man, I'm so blessed. It's crazy. I've been manifesting New York. I, I kind of had a feeling it was going to be New York, but now that we're here, man, God is good. Once a giant, always a giant. For me, it's only a giant. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of All In with Art Stapleton, the New York Giants podcast brought to you by the USA Today Network. I am your host, Art Stapleton, and if you hear the commotion in the background, I am in a radio booth at FedEx Field in Landover, Maryland, and the New York Giants posted their most significant victory in at least six years, maybe longer, 20-12, to the final score over the Washington Commanders, and now it's close to 90% probability that the Giants will punch their tickets to the playoffs. Uh, It was a heck of a game here. Certainly not perfect. Very similar to the game between the Commanders and the Giants two weeks ago at MetLife Stadium. And wouldn't you know it, Washington threatening to not only get a touchdown to pull within two, but then what would be a subsequent two-point conversion in the closing seconds. And the Giants get to a point where they come up with another stop in the end zone, similar to what took place with their games against Green Bay earlier this year, what they did against Jacksonville. Boy, how impressive does that win in Jacksonville look now, two months after the fact, with the way the Jaguars beat the Cowboys today in Duval. So, wild game. Let's talk stars because they came out for the Giants tonight. You knew they couldn't win this game unless the Giants had their better players step up and make plays. And it all started with Kayvon Thibodeau. The rookie, boy, gets a scoop and score touchdown. Similar play on a sack that he had of Heineke in overtime at MetLife two weeks ago. This time he gets the ball loose, scoops and scores from one yard out. As Dexter Lawrence said, he was on the sideline watching that play, and the first thing he thought of was, man, it's going to be a long train ride, knowing how much Kayvon Thibodeau likes to talk and how much his teammates love the back and forth. Uh, It's just very impressive. Overall, the stat line for Kayvon Thibodeau, and, you know, we have not seen a Giants player have this kind of dominant defensive performance in my mind, since Jason Pierre-Paul against the Cowboys back in 2011. That's how dominant Thibodeau was tonight. 12 tackles, 9 solo, 3 for loss, a sack, a forced fumble, fumble recovery, another quarterback hit. But the biggest play he made was when he stopped Heineke just shy of the pylon on that final drive. And what it set up was a couple throws into the end zone and some controversy. Was there pass interference? Could have been called on Darnay Holmes as he reached over and made a play on the ball on Curtis Samuel? Absolutely. We've seen flags thrown on plays like that. But the reality is the Giants left here last year with an offsides call that was debated and controversial 
that gave Washington another opportunity for a game-winning field goal after they missed one. So these things tend to even out. The reality is everyone's going to cry for a call if you come up short that way. And you just have to play through it. The Giants have learned the hard way in previous years. And uh, look, they may have gotten away with one. I don't think anyone would have been surprised if that flag was thrown on Darnay Holmes. But he made a competitive play for the ball. And the officials saw it one way. Obviously, Washington saw it another. And that's the way it happens. So the Giants will take it. They'll take a win. They're 8-5-1 now. For just their second win, their first win since they beat Houston following the bye. And lo and behold now, the Giants have a lane to get them to the postseason, likely as the sixth seed and the second wild card. And it puts now Washington in position where they're going to have to battle Seattle and the Detroit Lions for that seventh spot. Now, the Giants haven't secured anything yet. They still have to likely win at least one of their final three games. And that begins on Christmas Eve in Minnesota, who, you know, the Vikings just happened to register the biggest up, the biggest comeback in NFL history against the Colts. And then the Giants on New Year's Day play host to those same Colts. We don't know if Jonathan Taylor will play for the Colts that game. We'll see where the Colts are in two weeks uh, after absorbing the kind of defeat that they did against Minnesota. And then the Giants will finish Week 18 at Philadelphia, which has always been a house of horrors. But we'll see how the Eagles handle things. If they beat the Cowboys on Christmas Eve, they will clinch the NFC East and the number one seed throughout. So that has to be kept in mind. As for the other stars, Dexter Lawrence gets some redemption. I mentioned that offsides penalty on the field goal last year. It was a lot put on his shoulders. Dexter has not only come back and become a leader for this team and a dominant force inside, he gets the strip sack of Heineke that good on the Giants for challenging and getting that ball uh, because initially it did not look like a strip sack, but it certainly was, and the Giants recover. And then right off of that, it was the Saquon Barkley show. You talk about what he did on the, that drive to set a tone and put the Giants in position to get Graham Gano's 50-yard field goal. I mean, it was a tremendous, tremendous drive. Barkley spinning through defenders, 12 yards, 15 yards, 14 yards, crossed midfield, and then the drive kind of stalled a little bit, but Graham Gano comes on and kicks a 50-yard field goal, his second 50-plus yard field goal of the game, and with 155 left, Washington takes over, and obviously we know where that, how that game ended. Uh, and a little bit of controversy also with the illegal formation penalty called against Terry McLaurin. Uh, that seems to be uh, legit based on replay from what we've, we've seen. We've seen those called against the Giants all, all year long uh, and really for the last decade. But they get to that point. Uh, I don't think you could say enough about Daniel Jones tonight. I think he proved a lot. Uh, that 18-play, 97-yard drive for the touchdown in the first half, 
Um, not in the first half, obviously. Uh, it, well, yeah, it was the. It was late in the first half. That was just that ended with the touchdown to Saquon Barkley on the direct snap. Uh, Jones was firing the ball everywhere. The fourth and nine throw to Richie James for 11 yards in the first down was one of the best I've seen Daniel Jones make. Uh, and look, Jones played the game that you needed him to play tonight. Uh, no turnovers. Giants made a big stand. The offensive line, as shaky as they were, I think Ben Bredesen helped out coming in and alternating with Nick Gates at left guard. Early on, Evan Neal struggled, but I think the offensive line solidified the second half. You really didn't hear much about Deron Payne and John Allen, who wrecked the first game. And, um, you know, that's just the way it, it goes right now for the Giants. So, look, it's it's late. It's uh, 1.45 in the morning. So we wanted to be able to get out there and get you our thoughts post-game. Uh, Giants were thrilled. I think there was a little bit of relief. There was celebration in the locker room. And um, that's where we're at. So we'll have a lot more this week. But enjoy it, Giants fans. You haven't had a win like this in a while. Last time Giants won in, the pr in prime time was Pat Shermer's first year in San Francisco when they won 27-23. Eli Manning threw three touchdown passes, two to Odell Beckham Jr., and then the winner in the final minute to Sterling Shepard. When I told Sterling Shepard that tonight in the locker room, he kind of rolled his eyes. It was just like, it's been a long time. And it's been a long time, Giants fans. So enjoy this one. You're not in the playoffs yet, but you're on the right path. You should be able to see that lane to the postseason. Now it's about building off of this win. So, everybody, thanks for listening. We'll always be all in, and we'll talk to you this week.